You are now listening to Universally Controversial. All right, here we are, episode eight of Universally Controversial. Now, today we're going to talk about the black truth, a black man's truth, like what it's like to be a black man in America, what it's like for us to walk every day outside of our house, the fear that we have every time we walk outside our house. And it's something that needs to be addressed because with the whole Ahmaud Arbery situation, people like it's really showing people's true colors, honestly. Like people that you thought that like like would ride or die for you or people that you thought thought a certain way. It's really bringing out their true cultures. You're really seeing like how people actually think and what they feel deep down. So I'm just doing this as a way for people to understand that being black is not like like it's not a cakewalk. Like it's not like it's not like an everyday individual, like especially being a black male. Being a black male is it's hazardous to your health for no reason. Like it's it's a hazard to your health just walking out walking out of your house. You can't like apparently now you can't even go for a jog in your own neighborhood without like it's running while black. Like that's that's what it's come to in America. You can't even run down the street with the skin color you were born with without it being hazardous to your health. And it's insane. And the fact that some people sit there and try to justify it or the fact that some people sit there and try to explain, give an explanation or give some reasoning behind it. There is no reasoning behind it. A black man was gunned down in the street for no reason. Anyone that tries to justify me, just go ahead. Justify it. Just go ahead. Unfriend me. Don't speak to me ever again because we'll never see eye to eye. And you just show me your true colors. And I don't care if I lose friends, if I lose family members or whatever. So. Ahmad Arbery, running down the street, chased, cut off, held at gunpoint, fought for his life, shot twice in broad daylight. The man recording audibly cocks a gun and he was headed to the scene, which means to tell me that it was premeditated. You can sit there and say, oh, he fit the description. You know how many people fit a description in America? You could put any picture on America's Most Wanted, and I guarantee you there's at least 100 people that fit their description. No matter the race, no matter the hair color, eye color, skin color, there's at least 100 people that fit their description. So you, he was profiled. That's what it was. They saw a black man. And that's all they saw. They saw a black man running down the street. He fit the description. Self-defense. Get the fuck out of here. Self-defense from what? You approach a man with a gun already in hand. You're not defending from anything. You are the threat. It's fucking it's fucking insane. And people just try to sit there and say, oh, well, the media is spinning the story. The media is not spinning any story. You can't spin the story of that video. You can't spin the story of a video with the man, the man recording, who's a fucking moron, by the way, cocks the gun while he's driving to the scene and he watches two people corner a man and shoot him dead in the street. It's the same thing with like everyone tries to justify everything that's done. And I'm not saying that every black person killed by the cops is not like is is a crime. Like literally right after that, right after the Ahmaud Arbery video, I saw a video of a dude that was in a car chase with the cops. Got a black man got out of the car and he's uh, Facebook live in it, said, I'm not going back to jail. He pulls his car over, gets out of the car, takes off running, pulls out a gun, shoots the cops. They shoot him dead. Justified. Shout out to cops. 100%. I have friends that are cops. 
But at the same time, for you to sit there and try to justify every single shooting, like there absolutely can't be crooked cops, dirty cops, cops with ill intentions, or just people in general with ill intentions. I used to be naive like that. Like, and that's that's a luxury to be naive. It's a luxury and a curse to be naive like that because that you have no, you don't really stress when you're when you think that everyone is inherently good. But at the same time, when it comes down to situations like this, you have no input, so we don't want to hear what the fuck you got to say, because you you like you have a biased opinion because you think everyone's good, or at least everyone of your skin color is good. And so, when it comes to me, like. I used to I used to be that way. Like I used to I used to try to justify everything that every cop did because I'm like they're cops. Cops are here to serve and protect. And then I grew up, and I learned a little about life, and I was racially profiled, and I had incidents happen to me where the cops did nothing. I'll tell y'all a story. So I was I was about sixteen, sixteen, seventeen. I'm standing outside my house, got some friends over, got three of my buddies over my house. We're all black. I live in a black, majority black and Hispanic neighborhood. So we're sitting, we're standing in my driveway, right? Standing in my driveway. Uh, my buddy has his skateboard and we're, we're just standing in the driveway talking bullshit. We're high school kids and it's the summertime. Uh, and so the way my house was set up, my house was on the corner, but to the left of my house was a dead end. So there's, if you're on that street, it's a perpendicular street. If you're on that street, you can't go any further after you pass my house. You can only turn left past in front of my house because there was no right turn. You could only go straight to the dead end or you could turn left, right? So if... We're standing, in, we're standing in the driveway and a truck pulls up to the stop sign. The stop sign to where you would turn left. And he's sitting in his truck. He doesn't turn it off. He's just sitting in his truck and he's staring at us. He's watching us the whole time. And so we're sitting there and I told him, I told him, I was like, I told my buddies, I was like, yo, this dude's fucking staring at us. Like he'd been staring at us for like five minutes. And so... They was like, man, fuck that. Like, we ain't worried about it, whatever. He just some weird ass motherfucker, whatever. And so my buddy goes to cross the street. He goes to cross the street. I go behind him. He, his skateboard rolls into the street. The dude mashes on the gas. Mashes on the gas and speeds into a left turn. Almost hits me. Runs my buddy's skateboard over. Almost hits him. Almost hits me because we both tried to cross the street at the same time. Mind you, this dude literally stays diagonally from me. Never seen this dude before in my life. Never seen him before in my life. Diagonally. Stays diagonally. He gets out of the car, and we're like, yo, what the fuck? You, you almost hit us. He said, I saw some niggas about to start some trouble. That was his words. I saw some niggas about to start some trouble. I told, I, motherfucker, I live here. I've lived here for the past, like, year and a half but that was his excuse my boy goes up to him he's yelling i'm like yo jamal don't even worry about it he reaches in his truck to pull out a knife so that's why i told my boy jamal i was like we gonna call the cops call the cops on him 
He just tried to fucking hit us. Everybody out here saw it. The dude was Asian. Old Asian dude. His wife was always nice. She always said, hey, every time she came out the house. I'd never seen him before. Cop pulls up. Cop's a white guy. We tell him the story. We tell him the story. The neighbors tell him the story. He goes, talks to the dude. I'm pretty sure he told him the story. He comes back to us, tells us we can't do anything. He just got out of the hospital. What the fuck does that have to do with anything? I don't give a fuck if he just came out of the hospital. Motherfucker tried to hit us. If we hadn't, if we hadn't reacted when we did, we'd be dead. And that was the end of that. And that's when I learned, like, motherfuckers don't care about us. They don't care about us. If he had hit us and we died, he would, that dude would have got off. They would have used, he just got out of the fucking hospital. Because that makes any fucking sense. Just because you get out of the hospital gives you a right to fucking racially profile somebody and try to run them over with your fucking car. Like a fucking, like a fucking dog in the street for no reason. When I live here, been living here, ain't never caused no trouble. So for people to sit there and act like this shit doesn't happen every fucking day makes no fucking sense to me. It makes absolutely no sense. It's crazy. So... And then it's just like, like I said, just being a black man in America, there's just things you got to look out for. People don't like people that aren't black, that aren't a black man in America, don't know what it's like to go inside a store. And people like you have like a bubble around you because people avoid you. And it doesn't matter what you look like, doesn't matter what you're wearing, whatever. Yeah, what you're wearing, how you dress may garner a certain like initial response to people. Like base, like I go like me, like what I have on right now, minus the do rag. What I have on right now is what I wear all the time. I wear a hoodie and I wear sweatpants every time I go out. If I don't have to dress up, I'm not gonna dress up. When I go to the mall and like this, I go in sweatpants and I go in Nike slides because who I'm trying to fucking impress. And you know what people do? People get out of my fucking way because I don't smile at nobody no more. Because in my in my in my mind, the way I feel, everyone is out to get me. That's how I feel every time I go out. If I don't know you, you out to get me. So, and it's it's just how it's how it is for a black man. Like you've never had anyone go out of their way to get away from you. If you've had someone like you're walking towards someone, someone goes out of their way to get away from you. It's a shitty feeling, but at the same time, it's funny because. You don't know me. You don't know, like, you getting out of the way of me, but this this white dude could be the one that's fucking about to kidnap you and rape you. Kidnap you and beat the hell out of you, rob you for your car, rob you for your jewelry. But you look at this color of my skin, the way I'm dressed, and it, it strikes fear in you for whatever reason. And I'm not big. I'm 5'7". 5'7", 180 pounds. I'm not big at all. But it's not... It's not the size of the person. It's the complexion of the person. And people don't fucking understand that. And like I said, just being black in America, like you've never been approached and asked if your kids were yours because my kids have light skin complexion. I was in Walmart. I was in Walmart and I'm pretty sure I told the story already, but I was in Walmart and I had Catalea with me. Catalea was only a few months old. And I sit there and I'm walking around the, the mall. Cindy wasn't with me. And this white woman comes up and it's like, oh, that's such a cute baby. Is she yours? If the baby was my skin complexion, you wouldn't have asked me that question. 
Also, another thing, I feel like us being black men, we get a different response from people when we have our kids with us. 100%. I tell people this all the time. The way people react to me when I have my kids with me and when I'm by myself is a completely different response. When I'm by myself, nobody talks to me. Nobody talks to me. Nobody approaches me. Everyone avoids me. When I have my kids with me, that's when like, oh, you're such a good dad. Oh, your kids are so cute. Blah, blah, blah. Because we're perceived as not being around. Initially, we're perceived as not being around. So when you see a black man with his kids with him, it's like, oh, he must be a good guy. He's still cautious. They're still cautious of us. But we're, we're, we're perceived as less of a threat because we have kids around us. Because we have our kids with us. We're seen as more human. Like, let that sink in. Like, when, people, when I tell people I have kids, they ask me if I'm in their life. Just because, like, and this has, like, nothing to do with, like, just, like, me meeting with people. Like, just meeting a stranger off the street. And, like, we have a discussion. And I tell them I have kids. Their first response is, oh, are you in their life? What the fuck kind of question is that? Does anyone else get asked that fucking question? You ask everyone that question, you just ask me because I'm black. That, like, stuff like that just, and then also with raising black children, you got to be mindful of, like, how, what you teach your children. You, your black children have to grow up a different way. We got to give all our we got to give our kids the tricks and trades of just staying alive, just being able to survive, being able to, to work the game. You get ridiculed for everything. You get ridiculed, like, just growing up black. It makes no sense. Growing up black, like, I got made fun of because of the way I talk. Because I talk like I got a fucking education. I got in the Marine Corps, I still talk the same way. And people are like, oh, Craig, you're from the suburbs. Okay, believe that if you want to. Go to Fifth Ward, Houston, text me and tell me that's the fucking suburbs. Go to Acres Home, Greens Point. Anywhere that I fucking stayed. Most city. Most city ain't the suburbs no more. Go there and tell me that I'm from the fucking suburbs. Just because I talk like I got a, like, I talk like I got a fucking ex education, like I, I talk like I carry myself well. Somebody told me that one time because I was talking to my boy, my boy Odom. I was talking to my boy Odom. And the way I talk to Odom, I'm not going to talk to everybody else. I'm comfortable around Odom. I'm going to talk to Odom like he's family because he is family to me. When I talk to my boy Sherman, I talk like because they family to me, right? So when I talk to him and I come back, I talk to everybody else. I'm going to talk to you with some respect. Not that I don't talk to Odom with respect, but I talk to Odom like I would talk to my brother. So I'm going to talk to someone else differently. Dude said to me, and this was my roommate at the time. He said to me, he said, oh, uh, Craig, you sound different. Or Chapman, you sound different when you talk to Odom and when you talk to us. Mind you, they didn't like Odom because of the way Odom act. Odom a fool. Like, it's, it's fine to me. Like, that's everyday life for us. But, I, and I, I said it like this. If I talk to you like I talk to Odom, would you want to talk to me? No. I do. Conversation over. We got to work together. I'm going to talk to you with respect. I'm going to talk to you on a professional level. I'm going to talk to you professional. When I, the way I talk to my boy, when I'm comfortable, I'm, it's at, 
just even I'm not even gonna talk about the same shit that I talked to you that I talked to him about. Like we not gonna have the same conversations. We gonna have whatever going on in the day type conversations with my with my boys. I'm gonna talk however I want. I'm gonna tell them personal shit. We are gonna talk about real shit. Like I'm not gonna sit here and talk about that. And that's been that's how it's been everywhere I go. Motherfuckers act like just because you talk a certain way, you ain't you ain't like you ain't viable. Like you ain't really black. The fuck kind of shit. I ain't really black, nigga. You think you see my skin color? And I'm sorry for saying saying the N word, but this shit like really gets to me. You see my skin color? I ain't trying to be black, nigga. I was born black. Like this shit, this shit ain't a choice. This shit ain't a game. But then motherfuckers want to sit there and like, and then they want to use they they like motherfuckers that want to use the N word. And in all honesty, it don't really bother me. It in all honesty, it don't it don't really bother me. I'm not even going to sit here and say, like, if you say the N-word, I'm going to fight you. But I will sit there and tell you, nah, cut all that. Like, I'm not going to get all upset and try to fight or none of that. But I'm going to let you know, like, it's not cool. So, it's, and people just sit there and think that, like, this shit is a game and it's really not. This shit is a lifestyle. And don't get me wrong, I'd rather, there's no other Race, skin color, like complexion, I would rather be. I love my skin. I love my people, everything. But shit like this has to stop. And it's not even just with other races. We as a people in our own race condemn each other. And it, it, it makes no fucking sense to me. We condemn each other. Black men get torn down more than any race, any gender that there is on the face of this planet. And I don't want to hear that black women get torn down too and all this other shit. No, nothing gets torn down by a black, like a black man. By other people and by his own people. I saw a post the other day. It was a it was a dude. He was clearly gay. He's clearly a gay male. And there's nothing wrong with being gay. But he had on like a, a skin tight like romper, right? He had his he had like makeup done and all this other stuff. Or I don't even think he had makeup done. But he was holding like a purse and he had like sandals on. Clearly a gay male, a, hom a homosexual male, or whatever whatever you like uh, whatever have you. And so. A dude put up, a, a black man put up a post that said, oh, I hear this is the new style. Ladies, how y'all feel about this? And I commented, why do we do this shit? Why are you trying to tear down the image of a black man and make it less masculine because uh, a homosexual man decides to wear a certain thing? Let that man be him and let the rest of us be us. You can't categor categorize everything, everything the same. And it was clearly like it was it was a clear clearly supposed to be funny, but I didn't think it was funny at all. Because it's not like we get torn down enough as a people. So why are we tearing down each other? And then at the same time, like. Then you have like uh, black people that say, oh, don't support. Don't support like, oh, nail salons, hair salons and all this other stuff. Uh, because they're not helping us. Whose fault is that? You can't expect somebody else to help you. You got to help yourself. They don't owe nothing to us. And they damn sure not going to give us nothing. Nobody going to give us shit except each other. What we got to do as a people, we got to support each other, which is what people don't do. People don't do. Like your homeboy, your homeboy got a business. Your homeboy want to be a rapper. Y'all sit there and talk behind his back talking about he suck, he trash, all this other shit. How about you go to his shows? How about you pay for his album? How about you share his shit? You ain't even gotta pay for shit, but just share his shit on social media. That you how like how much people post on social media nowadays? All the fucking time. 
It takes nothing for you to post your homeboy shit, share it, say, hey, go listen, to, go check it out. If you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. But that's called support. That's called backing each other, which is something we don't do. We sit there and say, we sit there and preach about it. We put memes up about it, but we don't take no action on it. My homeboy that, my homeboy got a clothing line, right? He got a clothing line. We went to high school together. He graduated a year before me. He got a clothing line. First thing I did, I didn't ask him for no free shit. I went to the website. As soon as I found out about it, bought a hoodie. My homeboy, white dude, my homeboy Tyler, he's a video game streamer. Always share his, his shit. He, the other day, he had fucking put up a post that he got merchandise out. Ain't no questions asked. I'm going, I'm buying. My homeboy's daughters, they got like hair care products and stuff coming out. I like the page. And when the shit come out, best believe I'm going to buy some. I'm going to buy some. I'm going to share it. Why? Because that's the shit you do. And it ain't got to be for your own race. It's just for the people that you fuck with. And if you say you fuck with them, then you fuck with them and you're going to support them. You support those that support you. And the people that support me, I'm going to always support. But if you're not supporting your homies, don't expect them to support you in your time of need. So, like, like we just got to, as a people, be there for each other because we, we expect too much for people that don't give a fuck about us. Motherfuckers don't want to see, see, see us succeed. Like, motherfuckers didn't want to see Obama succeed. They don't want to see LeBron, Jordan. They don't want to see them succeed. They just want to see us jump high, run fast. That's it. Entertainment. Put out music. That's what they want to see. They don't want to see us become lawyers, doctors, judges, president. But we got to support each other. You can't be tearing people down for no reason. Like I got another homie. He on his Malcolm X shit or whatever. He always putting up posts about like how it's wrong to have interracial relationships. What kind of shit is that? So you telling me I can't I'm I'm not free to be who with who I want to be. So we should all just go back to segregation. You setting us all back with that way of thinking. Just because you chose to be with a black woman and Certain people choose, choose, sorry, to be with their same race. That doesn't mean everybody has to. That doesn't mean like I have nothing against like I have nothing against black women, but people seem to think I do because I love Hispanic women. I love black women. My celebrity crush is Kelly Rowland, the fondest woman on this planet. I love black women, but I prefer Hispanic women, and there's nothing wrong with that. I don't say nothing. You'll never hear me speak negative negatively about black women at all never i've just had my fair share of black women that did a nigga dirty so you know i i found a hispanic woman that treated me right and here i am today what, what you expect just like my mom like and then people always seem to say well your mom is black your grandmother's black yes i know they're black and i love them to death but that's not that has nothing to do with my preference in relationship. Like my mom and my grandmother's name are tattooed on my chest. I know what skin color they are. I know what they did for me, how they raised me and everything. And they ain't going to never be another. They ain't going to never be another one of them. Nobody can replace them. But that's got nothing to do with who I like to choose to lay down in bed with, whatever. So. It is what it is. But. Like I said, we got to we got to as people take care of each other, stop tearing each other down.
stop tearing each other down. Because if we tear each other down, we tear each other down to the goddamn basement floor. We've already given them. We When we tear each other down, we give them leeway. We give them excuses for the shit that they do. When you shoot and kill black people, when black on black crime happens or however they want to put it. When they sit there like, oh, black people kill black people too. Yeah, white people kill white people. Hispanic people kill Hispanic people. What the fuck is your point? That don't make it okay for you to do it. That don't make it okay for nobody to do it. And a black person killing a black person over a drug deal or, or a fucking a disagreement or something ain't got nothing to do with the fucking cops shooting a nigga in his back. Or did y'all forget about that one too? Y'all forget about, about the, the dude running down the street, cops shooting him in his back. Did y'all forget about Oscar Grant? Laying face down in a train station, get shot in his back. Police officer get two years probation. Because he said he thought it was his taser. The fuck kind of shit is that? Video evidence and everything. But y'all will still justify that though. With, oh, but black people kill black people. The media is trying to spin it. I don't give a fuck about none of that. What the videos say, dog. What the videos say. Y'all talking about the shit they trying to spend every time a white person shoot up a goddamn church or a school or whatever. Y'all say, oh, well, he was bullied. He had he had mental issues or some shit. I don't give a fuck about none of that. None of that. Because y'all don't give a fuck about none of that when we commit crimes. That shit ridiculous, dog. Y'all sit there and make every excuse for why y'all not guilty. And I call it the I call it the. The, I forget what I what I named it, what I told my boy. It's but it's it's when people don't want to be a part of something bad. And certain races of people don't like to be associated with the fact that a portion of their race is racist or prejudiced or does shit that is fucking heinous. Does shit that is inherently evil. There's no explaining it. People don't want to be a part of part of that because that means you associated with it. So they'd rather defle blame deflect. Or hit you with statistics that don't fucking matter. Try to explain shit that, like, there's no explanation to it. But people will sit there and try to do shit like that. Because it makes them feel better. It helps them sleep at night. But I don't give a fuck about you sleeping good at night. Because I don't sleep good at night just knowing that, like, any day I could walk out this door and never come back. Never see my kids again. Why? Because I'm black. The cops pulled me over. I don't sweat because I'm doing something wrong. I sweat because I might not make it out of the situation for no reason. Motherfucker, put my hands on the steering wheel. Tell me to get my license registration. Motherfucker, say I got a gun. Bam, dead. For what? And there's a video. There's a video of a dude in the car. Told him to turn the car off. He go to turn the car off. Cops say he got a gun. How you explain that? After he tell him to turn the car off. Come on now. Shit like that don't make no sense. But you still try to justify it. It ain't no justification for it. Being black in America seems to be a crime to some of y'all. Like it's it, it and it pisses me off. Like that and and don't get me wrong, it's not all of them. Some of my best like my best friends, like my best friend people I die for are white. Like I don't discriminate at all. Like you see, like, but those people that I consider my family, those people that I consider my brothers that are of different races, they feel the same way I feel about certain situations like this. And it don't need to be said. I don't have to be like, well, they don't they don't come to me with no bullshit talking about talking about, oh, well, black on black crime statistics and all this other shit. They be they they think the same way I do. That shit is bullshit. 
and them McMichael, McMichael family, they got a GoFundMe talking about, oh, let's pray for them. You know, uh, Arbery didn't comply with simple commands. Simple commands. Bitch, you ain't the cops. You could be a retired cop. You could be a retired fucking president of the United States of America. I don't give a fuck. When you pull up on me with a fucking gun, I'm not listening to shit you say. Fuck all that. You pull up on me with a gun because you, I look like, because I look a certain way. You, there ain't no justifying that. So y'all can miss me with that shit. And like I said, y'all might not like this podcast. Y'all might not like this up these episodes. I don't give a fuck about none of that. I said what I said. Like, this shit gotta stop. Like, and this is for everybody. Like I said, just being a black man in America is hard enough as it is. We don't need no extra stressors. Motherfuckers out here trying to get jobs, losing jobs, getting profiled and all this other shit. We don't need no extra stressors from our own people too. So stop trying to tear each other down. Support each other. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck if you don't like a motherfucker. You ain't got to fuck with him, but don't tear him down. Especially don't tear him down in front of people. I hate seeing posts about... Oh, he did this dude did this, this dude did that from a vindictive baby mama or a vindictive baby's father. Just sit up there and take care of your fucking kids. What y'all relationship and what y'all got going on ain't got nothing to do with y'all taking care of y'all kids. Don't sit there and tell people that they are deadbeat and all this other shit. And that goes for every race. If you a baby mom or a baby father, don't be tearing down your baby mama or your baby father on social media. Because you sat down there and you slept with them. You, you the one fucking... Let them get you pregnant or you the one got her pregnant. Don't be complaining now because they crazy. You knew they was crazy when you fell up in that pussy. I ain't trying to hear none of that. You knew what it was. But you did it anyway and you and you busting her raw and shit. And now you got a baby. Now you got to suffer for the consequences. And it ain't even suffering. You brought a child into this world. That kid ain't, ain't asked to be here so don't take it out on the kid. The child going to be the child. Y'all take care of the child. Y'all can co-parent. Y'all ain't got to deal with each other. If you're a father, you don't pay child support, pay your fucking child support. Or come to an agreement to where you can pay whatever under the table so you ain't got to go to court. And if you're a mom's, like, what you tearing that man down for, blowing their phone up for? If they don't want to be with you, they don't want to be with you. It, it's dead. It's a dead issue. And you blowing up their phone, keying cars, doing all this other shit, that's not going to make them come back. That's going to make them leave you. And fellas, if you don't fuck with your baby mama, stop fucking your baby mama. Please, all you doing is creating more trouble for yourself because the more you fuck her, the more she going to think you want her. And the more she thinks you, you want her, the crazier she going to act when you start moving on, when she see you with another chick. Like ladies, like in when not even ladies, but just anybody, anybody that tear down their baby mama or their ex or whatever. I don't tear down none of my exes. You ain't never seen me post shit about my exes being they ain't shit and none of that shit. You ain't never seen me do that because I don't rock that way. I, I felt a, a certain way about them at some point. Now, I got an ex, and she did me super dirty. Y'all heard that story already. But I don't sit there and get on, on social media talking about how she ain't shit and all this other shit. But we all know the truth. We all know the truth. But I'm not going to tear no other person down for what? That don't bring me no pleasure tearing somebody down. I used to be super petty, but I ain't petty like that. I'm just a little bit petty. Just a little bit still petty. I ain't, I ain't petty super. I ain't King Petty no more. I'm too old for that. I'm almost 30. But I still look good. That black don't crack, I told you. But like y'all, like we just gotta work together just as people in general. Learn to love people, dog. I'm not a hater. I don't hate nobody. I don't hate nobody. 
It's some people I don't fuck with. And it's people I love out there. If I love you, then you ain't going to be offended by this video. What's understood don't need to be spoken. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. Like, hey, for the rest of y'all that fuck with me, like, subscribe, share this video with the world. I'm sorry I didn't give y'all really no funny stories or whatever. But uh, this was just weighing heavy on me. But after this, you know, I'll be back to the funny stories or whatever, and we get we can get back to the laughs. But as always, thank y'all. This was universally controversial, and I'll see y'all next week.